welcome to First 15. I want to start with a question. What do you do with the first 15 minutes of your day? Do you stumble through the house while you wake up? Well, let me suggest that you give your first 15 minutes to God, your creator. Get in touch with your source, the Lord of all. You might ask yourself, well, how do I do that? I'll describe a basic process that works well and also lets you develop your own habit that you can customize as you work with this a little bit more. There's four steps. Let me just talk through them first and then give you a demonstration of what they might look like in action. The first step is to listen, to listen, to simply read a portion of scripture. The point is, in the first step, God is already speaking. And so I want to listen intently to what he says. And whether you do that by listening to an audio reading of scripture or whether you read scripture yourself, the first step that we begin with is simply listening to God speak. And we come with an expectation. The second step is to engage. The word for this is to meditate. But people have a lot of strange ideas or I'd say misconceptions about what meditation is. And so I use the word engage because the whole point is God's speaking, we're listening, and we need to listen on a personal level. Like this isn't just scripture. This is God speaking to me. And so I need to think about, I need to reflect on these words and apply them in a personal way to myself, to my situation. And really, I'm basing this on the whole biblical meaning of meditation. It's not, in the Bible, a picture of us crossing our legs, closing our eyes, humming, or something like that. In the Old Testament especially, the words that are used in Hebrew for meditate are taken from the idea of to, to murmur, to repeat something to ourselves over and over, maybe in a low tone of voice, but really to turn it over in our minds, on our tongue, and to really engage and to think about and take it within ourselves. If you want to think of it this way, listening or reading the scripture is feeding on scripture. And engaging is like really chewing on it, really getting the, the, the flavor, the substance, savoring it, enjoying it before we swallow and take it into ourselves fully. So we begin by listening first or reading. Next, we engage. And then the third step is to pray because God is speaking to me and I'm listening personally. And now I reply personally in prayer, in response to God. So the third step to pray, again, a lot of different ideas uh, that we have that we bring already about what prayer is or what prayer needs to look like, whether you were taught set prayers or form prayers, praying by a formula, or maybe you were taught to pray spontaneously and sometimes you just don't have words and you don't know exactly how to pray. The great thing about the process that I'm outlining for you is if you've read scripture, one of the ways to make prayer really easy is just to pray the words back to God. Pray them and make them part of your personal response. Again, I'm going to give you a demonstration of this, but I have found over the years that a wide variety of scripture 
lends itself really well to this. In fact, the whole Bible. And it's been a very ancient Christian practice for 2,000 years is to really pray Scripture out loud, pray it back uh, to God. So the fourth step, after we've listened and we're engaged and we pray in our response back to God, is to apply or to live out the implications of what we've just heard and what we've said to God. So we want to apply and to live it out because God is speaking to me and I'm listening personally. And my reply to him, besides the prayer that I've said, is to actually engage in prayerful living or a contemplative sort of lifestyle in which I bring the, the truth that I've been exposing myself to into a, a tangible, concrete expression. I live it out thoughtfully before God. Let me give a demonstration of this from Psalm 1, and we'll go through all four steps, and I'll show them briefly, and then give you some time to apply this and work on it yourself. So first step, listen. I'm going to read Psalm 1 aloud. Now you could also pause this and just, or skip over the part of me reading aloud. Instead of listening, you could read it yourself. Grab a Bible, read Psalm 1. But I'm going to read Psalm 1 um, for us right now. Blessed is the one who does not walk by the advice of the wicked, or stand around in the way of sinners, or sit with the mockers. Instead, in the law of Yahweh is his delight, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted beside canals filled with water, which produces fruit in the right season. His leaves are lush, not withered, and everything he does prospers. The wicked are not like this at all. They are like the stubble, the dry shells that are left after the good grain has been removed. That stuff is thrown up in the air so the wind will carry it off, separating it from the good grain. The wicked will not rise up in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For Yahweh knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will be wiped out. Now, once we've heard God speaking to us in his word, the next step to engage or to meditate is actually pretty easy using this particular word that I've chosen for this demonstration because it speaks about meditation actually right up front in the second verse of Psalm 1. It, let me share it with you again. Instead of hanging out with sinners, the righteous person that's blessed meditates on God's law and makes it his delight. It says, in the law of Yahweh is his delight, and on his law, he meditates day and night. And so one of the ways to practice this, to meditate, is just to kind of take a moment and think about this psalm, which paints two very uh, different paths, two different ways, the way of the wicked and the way of the righteous. And it contrasts both the choices they make and also the consequences or the rewards that come from those choices. The way of the wicked will perish. The way of the righteous prospers and flourishes like a tree planted by the water that produces a lot of fruit. It's very productive. So 
meditating on this and spending a little bit of time on scripture can really help us to get into kind of the deeper meanings and and understand it on another level. The third step would be to pray this verse. And one way we could do it is just to read it back, but now making it our own words or pray it back to God. That's one option, and that's an easy one to take and maybe a good one to stick with if you're new to the process and you're trying to establish a new habit of like what to do with the first 15 minutes of the day. Let me share with you a prayer that I wrote in response to this passage, just as an example for you. God, I choose your way. I set my heart on you. Tune my ears to your voice. Fix my eyes on your laws. I will not listen to the crowd or linger in the company of the wayward or join in the jeers of the put-down masters and the mockers. I will hide your word in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Please give me fruit for my efforts, more fulfillment than I can even imagine. I'm choosing to be yours today, God. And now, what might that look like to do the fourth step, which is to apply or to live out the truth of this? I would suggest one thing that could be done is to take one concrete action. In this case, maybe just continue that meditation a little bit longer to write out maybe one of the verses from Psalm 1. I would suggest uh, verse 2. In the law of Yahweh is my delight, and on his law I meditate day and night. And then continue that throughout the day. Maybe even put reminders. I don't know how you keep yourself on track, but if you have a smartphone, you could put a little alarm and set it for three or four times during the day. And just when that goes off, let it be a reminder to you to meditate on this verse that we've just read, that you've heard from God, his, his word to you. Just to meditate on it a little bit and to ask yourself the question, well, what am I choosing right now? Am I, which way am I choosing? The way of righteousness or the way of the other folks? That's just a very simple way to apply or to live this out. And there's many ways that we can do this with Scripture, depending on what we've read. But there's a, there's a simple demonstration of how to go through these four steps using one scripture, in this case, Psalm 1, uh, the six verses of it. Now, for the remainder of the time, the first 15 minutes, I would just suggest that you practice this and do it. So I want to give uh, time for you, if you're listening to this, this podcast, to write out that scripture, to do something concrete to, to practice according to the fourth step, to really live out the truth of this. And each one of the episodes in this podcast that I'm recording gives a little bit of time at the end so that you can fill up your first 15 minutes of the day with your personal application. And I encourage you to really use that time and just enjoy the the fellowship, the, the time of intimacy with God, with your Creator. All right, hope this has been helpful and listen for the next episode. I look forward to talking with you again. 